Greetings, everyone. Uh, welcome to Training in the Word on this wonderful Wednesday night. Uh, we have some good insight from the Holy Spirit that would be a blessing to us. And so, giving everybody time to get on uh, to get on the uh, site for tonight. Make sure you got your pens and your papers and your iPhones, whatever you have. Uh, all right, let's pray and we'll start. Father, we just thank you again for that opportunity to come before the body of Christ. Thank you for their, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ who died for us. And Holy Spirit, tonight we ask that you would give us the insight, the revelation we need to live the quality of life that Jesus Christ died for us to have. We know that the great things, greater things that he has in store for us, and we want to be prepared to access and walk them out uh, the rest of this year, 2022, the year of explosive miracles. So we thank you, praise you, and we give you all the glory and honor for what shall be wrought, said, Tonight, answer questions, answer problems, ill, deliver, set free, whatever need to manifest on this line tonight. We release our faith in the body of Christ that those things will transpire. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, praise God, if you will. Um, go with me to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 8. We're going to start there. Uh, we're going to talk about the miracle of living the new life, the miracle of living the new life. Uh, Christianity is a miraculous lifestyle in Christ. And so when you understand the new life and the miracle that transpired when you got born again, it helps you to realign your mind on who you are and what you have in Christ Jesus. And so in this particular uh, phase, I just want to give you some, some scriptures that you can meditate on, and then we'll get into what we're going to get into. First uh, Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 6. Look at verse number 6. But, but to us there is but one God, the Father of whom all things, whom are all things, excuse me, and we in him, notice that, and we in him, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom all things we, and we by him. Now in the Amplified, it says this, yet for us, there is only one God, the Father, who is the source of all things, and for whom we have life. I want you to get a hold of that, for whom we have life. And the one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom and by whom all things, and through and by whom we accept ourselves exist. So we exist because of the life of God, the, the, the miraculous life of God. And so we better understand that we can cooperate with the things of God and uh, carry out the purpose of God. Now, I want us to go to Colossians, if you will, Colossians chapter 1. Uh, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27, I believe. Colossians chapter 1, verse number 7. Now, again, this new life that we have, this miraculous uh, new life that we have since we've been born again, uh, must become a revelation to us. In Colossians 1.27, Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul makes reference to, um, to whom God, again, Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. And we, of course, will Gentiles who've been engrafted into uh, the Jewish Jewish lineage through 
our birth in Christ, uh, which is, watch this, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So now we have Christ in us, the, the miraculous new life is the life of Christ in us. It's the life of Christ in us. Now we have to have a understanding and a revelation of the transformation that took place at our born again experience when we accepted Jesus into our personal life. And we'll get into some of that in just a few minutes. But now notice which is the mystery, here's the mystery, which is Christ in us. Christ in us. And then it goes on the hope of glory. Well, then the Amplified, it reads, to whom God was pleased to make known. How great for the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of the mystery, which is Christ within and among you, the hope of realizing the glory. So the hope of realizing what has transpired, transpired in your life uh, as a born-again believer. Now, let's shift over to, if you will, Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Now, the life of God in us is called Zoe. Zoe. Z-O-E. Zoe which means the God kind of life, God kind of life, Zoe. So when we got born again, the Zoe life of God or the Zoe of God came into us so we could become uh, a representative of Jesus Christ uh, through God or for God, excuse me, in Jesus Christ for God. And so now we are, what we call the uh, representation of the kingdom of God because we have the miracle birth of new life on the inside of us. And what we have to do, we have to transition from the old life to the new life. Notice, transition from the old life to the new life. It is a transition. It's not automatic. Every now and then, God will do something that's supernatural, but there's a transformation and a reformation once you become born again in the kingdom of God. And this is something that you have to mentally focus on. This is something you have to mentally uh, acquire uh, in your life on a daily basis. This is not automatic. It's something that you and I every day has to not only go through the transformation of reformation of our thinking, our being, our operating, and our speaking. Now, here in 2 Corinthians, give you time to get to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. I'm going to read it out the TPT on the message, uh, the Passion Bible, if you will go with me, to, with the Passion Bible, uh, because it's going to explain what I'm talking about right now. There is so much volume of God through Christ in us that we are not really taking advantage of, uh, but we should. The life of God, the ability of God, the strength of God that's on the inside of us, the power of God that's on the inside of us, we're not taking full advantage of that to help us accelerate in life and become all that God desires and has designed for us to be as a representation of Christ in God. Now, it's so important that you get a hold of that. Now, now, here Apostle Paul is talking to the church at Corinth. Now, if anyone, uh, again, I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, in the TPT on the message of the Passion Bible. It says, now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. Get a hold of that. A new person. And that's what we're talking about. The miracle birth is designed to make you a new person. All that is related to the old order 
has vanished. The old order, the old things you used to do, the old things you used to carry out your life. Behold, everything is fresh and new. Verse 18. And God has made all things new and reconciled us unto himself. So we have been reconciled unto God because we were because of the uh, what Adam did in the garden. Uh, he trespassed against God, trans God committed, committed high treason. And so God had to, we were separated, so God had to re re reconcile us back to him. And he did that through the death, burial, and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. So through that, we have been reconciled back to God as if we never, ever sinned uh, like Adam. So we went back to God's original intention for us. He gave us what we call a new beginning. So when you get born again, we all get a new beginning as if we hadn't did anything wrong. It's very important that you get a hold of that so that your old life don't beat you up and you don't walk in condemnation and all that other stuff. Bible says, therefore, in Romans 8, 1, therefore, if any man be in Christ, is um, no, therefore, there's no condemnation to them who are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. No condemnation. Excuse me, excuse me, sorry. No condemnation. Now, let's keep going. And God has made, again, verse 18, and God has made all things new and reconciled us himself and given us the ministry of reconciliation, reconciling others to God. Verse 19, in other words, it was though the anointed one, which is Jesus, that God was shepherding the world not on, not keeping, not even keeping record of the transgressions. And he has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of, reconcil of reconciliation to God. Verse 20. We are ambassadors of the anointed one who carried the message of God, of Christ, to the world. As though God were tenderly pleading with them directly through our lips. So we tenderly plead with you on Christ's behalf, turn back to God and be reconciled to him. For God made the only one who did not know sin to become sin for us, that we would, that so that we who did not know righteousness might become the righteousness of God through our union with him. So now through this miracle uh, new life, we have become the righteousness of God or we're now in right standing with God. So that, that miraculous new birth brought us into right standing with God so that we can have miraculous manifestations in our lives because of, of, our, of our divine connection with our Father and with our divine connection with our big brother of Jesus and cooperating with the Holy Spirit who is the agent of activity in the earth realm. And so in this Miracle of new life, you have God has given you so much uh, ability to live a wonderful, pleasing, glorious, happy, fun, uh, loving, joyful lifestyle. But you have to uh, access this. It's not going to be automatic. You got to go through, remember, transformation, reformation. So you got to do some things to make this happen. All right. Uh, your life should be full of life. You should be full of joy. You should be full of happiness. We're not saying you're not going to be challenged with stuff. That's not what we're saying. But because you know how to go inside and pull the life, that new life of God outside, it keeps you in a happy place. Amen. It keeps you full of joy and peace because you know God is on the inside of you, helping you to live the most marvelous lifestyle you can ever live in the history of your life. And so you got to understand that this new life that we're talking about, the joy of God, the life of God is on the inside of you, uh, wanting to bring out the best of God through you. Amen. So people can see the gloriousness of God on your life, through your life, and what is surrounding your life by the blessings of the Father. Now, go with me to Ephesians, if you will. Ephesians chapter 4, 
Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 17. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 17. Again, Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 17. Now, in this particular passage, uh, uh, Apostle Paul is dealing with our new life in Christ, the new life that we have in Christ. And that's what I'm trying to get us to understand. The new life we have in Christ. You're supposed to look different. You're supposed to be different. That's how it's supposed to happen. Now, again, in Ephesians chapter, seven, four, chapter 4, verse 17, so with the wisdom given to me from the Lord, is what Paul said. He got this wisdom from the Lord. He said, I say you should not live like unbelievers. Uh-oh. You should not live like unbelievers around you who walk in empty delusion. Uh, in other words, uh, empty mind. Okay. So in this new life, there's remember, a transformation and a reformation that has to take place. Now, again, you should not live like unbelievers around you who walk in the emptiness delusion. Their corrupt logic has been clouded because their hearts are so far from God. Their blinded understanding and deep-seated moral darkness keep them from the true knowledge of God. Now, then it goes on to say, verse 19, look at this, because of spiritual apathy, they surrender their lives to lewdness, impurity, and sexual obsession. See, those things are not part of new life. And you say, well, once you become, once you get in the, the place of apathy, uh, he said, then these things begin to creep back up on you or in you and take you out of the life that Jesus Christ gave for you to have. So you have to stay current and fluent in the word. If not, these things, the old you that he took from you is going to begin to take over you if you don't keep them buried under the word of God. The word of God keeps those things buried in your life. Amen. So you don't backtrack into those old grooves of living. Now, verse 20, watch what verse 20 says. But this is not the way, but this is not the way of life that Christ has unfolded within you. See, within you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So there's a life in you a gloriness in you that help you to live a fresh and new life every day with Jesus. Amen. They got a song. Every day with Jesus gets sweeter and sweeter as the day go by. So it ought, your life with Christ ought to get better and better, not worse and worse, and not boring and boring. If it is, you're not applying yourself like you could or like you should to enjoy the wonders of God the blessings of God, amen, and, and the, the, the fragrance of God. All these things are there for us to enjoy. Again, verse 20, but this is not the way of life that Christ has unfolded within you. If you have really experienced the anointed one and heard his truth, it will be seen in your life. It will be seen in your life. What life? New life. And the new life that's on the inside of you, the old you gone, the new life you is on, you're looking and you're walking like Jesus, you think like Jesus because he is your life. Remember, we read at the beginning, uh, our life exists because of him. He makes us who we are. We become better because of him, not because of us. Amen. Then it says, for we know that the ultimate reality is embodied in Jesus. 
verse 22, ladies and gentlemen, and he has taught you to let go of the lifestyle of the ancient man or the old man or the dead man. The old self-life. Now, the old self-life is that life you had before you got born again. And that old life that, you know, you know what, what it's all about. That old life which was corrupt by sinful and deceitful desires that spring from delusions, from the mind, from a corrupt mind. Verse 23, look at this. Now, it's time, and this is why the Holy Spirit is bringing this to our attention. Now, it's time to be made new. It's time to be made new by every revelation that's been given to you through the word of God. So you got a lot of revelations. You've been around the church a long time. You've heard some good things, but are those things, all those revelations making you new? Or are you staying the old you? Is it making you new? Or is it staying the old you? Because again, you're not allowing the transformation or reformation of your thinking, of your being, of who you are in Christ Jesus. See? It's more to you than what you see. Amen. But you have to tap inside with the word of God. Now, stick with me, class. I'm going slow so you can really hear me. Uh, then it goes on that. Watch this because we've been talking about transformation and reformation. Now, and to be transformed as you embrace, embrace. I know. So you have to embrace this. You have to embrace the word of God. You have to embrace the presence of God. Uh, and be you, be you transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within, within as your new life and live in union with him. Now that is powerful. And that is what he's trying to get across to us in a miraculous new life, a new birth in Christ. Again, and to be transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within as your new life and live in union with him. Live in union with him. Him who? Christ. Live in union with Christ. So how do I live in union with Christ? I go to this word and I find out how he lived, then I take on the position of what he did. Now I'm living in union with Christ. Amen. So however he walked, I'm going to walk. Whatever he did, I'm going to do. Whatever he said, I'm going to say. Amen. That is how you uh, work with Christ. Again, I want to give you this because this is so important to you, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, be, and to be transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within as your new life. You must recognize the new life that's been given to you through Christ and live in union with him, no matter what, because there's you know, so much going on around us, so much going on in the world. But if you live with him, you have peace, joy, uh, uh, long-suffering, meekness, tenderness. All these things will uh, evolve out of your spirit, man, because you're living in union with him. Amen. Now, I'm almost finished. Again, I want to read this again because it's so important that you get a hold of this. And be ye transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within you as your new life and live in union with him. For God has recreated you all over again in his perfect righteousness. See, the righteousness of God in us is perfect. There is no imperfect righteousness in God. We are made perfect through Jesus Christ. So on the inside of us, in our spirit, we are made perfect. But that perfection must come from the inside to the outside. Perfect in love, perfect in joy, perfect in peace. Amen. So, these things must come through us and manifest on the outside. Now, watch this. I love it. But God has recreated you all over again in the progress 
and you know, and you now belong to him in the realm of true holiness. You belong to him in true holiness, sanctification, holiness, sanctification, dedication, consecration. Those three words that you get out of holiness, separation, dedication, consecration. That's what how we break down holiness. Amen. These are things that you have to learn to evolve in your life. This new life that you have in Jesus Christ. It says, now verse 25, so discard every form of dishonesty, lying so that you will be known, known as one who speaks truth, for we all belong to one another. Now, I want to read this passage. Go with me and look at the message Bible in the same. I like the message Bible, you know, I want us to give it this so we we'll give it an understanding. Um, in the message Bible, chapter four, and we're gonna look at verse 20. I want to I want you to I want you to focus on this. Praise God. He is a mighty God and he's mighty in you. Hallelujah. Praise God. I say he's mighty in you. And you have to know the mightiness of God, the strength of God, the righteousness of God that resides on you every day to listen, to help you could help you to conquer in life. The Bible said we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ that love us. Listen, we're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ that loved us. So we are conquerors. We're not victims. Praise God. I say we're not victims. I say we're not victims. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. There is a, my God, thank you, Lord. There is a conquering anointing on the inside of you to help you deal with any challenge, any circumstance that you're facing your life. Hallelujah. And you got to get a hold of that, ladies and gentlemen, and know that the greater one lives on the inside of you than he that's in the world. Again, that is a conquering anointing that resides on the inside of you to help you deal with your circumstances and your situations and your difficulties. Hallelujah. And that's how you tap into that miraculous life. Amen. And he'll give you joy unspeakable and full of God's glory. For the kingdom of God is, is not just means to drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Joy in the Holy Ghost. I mean, you can, I mean, this world is in so much sadness and confusion, but no, no, we are in righteousness and we are in peace and we are in joy in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. That's good news, ladies and gentlemen. You can walk around here and enjoy it. And why are you so happy? I got joy in Jesus. I mean, Jesus makes me happy. And your focus is on him, not on you. Now, by this time, you in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20. We're almost finished, so just hang in there. Now, I'll make sure Okay, I'm gonna have to go up and read 17, excuse me. 417 for you to get the gist of everything. I'm trying to be quick, but I got rebuked. So we're gonna go up to 17. We're gonna come down, all right? And and so I insist, as God backed me up on this, Apostle Paul saying that that there'll be no going along with the crowd. Uh-oh, you can't be going along with the crowd. There's a lot, this crowd is doing a whole lot of crazy stuff. But you can't go along with the crowd in this new life of Jesus Christ. The empty-headed and mindless crowd. These crowds have no mind of God, have no focus of God, has no fear of God, has no reverence of God. They have just nothing. So their consciousness is seared with no respect, no honor for anybody, anything. It's almost like dog eat dog, and it's sad to see the wonderful people of God mess their lives up when they can be enjoying the wonderful life of Jesus Christ. Let me go. They refuse. Now, here we, we see this. They refuse. They refuse for so long to deal with God 
that they have lost touch not only with God, but with reality itself. Now look at the world now, ladies and gentlemen. Notice what we're saying here. I'm reading to you what our world is going through right now. People around you, people in your neighborhood, people in your family, let me read it. They refuse, they have refused for so long to deal with God that they have lost touch, not only with God, but reality itself. Hallelujah. They can't think straight anymore, feeling no pain. They let themselves go in sexual obsession, addicted to every sort of perversion. Now, we seeing this right now, ladies and gentlemen. So us hearing about sticking with the life of God is so important so we don't slip back in that old ways. And we'll get into that. We'll get into that of doing things and thinking. Now, Paul goes and say, now, here's what the world is doing. Here's what they operate. But that's no life for you. Because you're in Christ, that's not the life that Jesus Christ wants you to experience, is what he's saying. That is no life for you, and I'm telling you, that's no life for you. As your man of God, as your overseer, I'm telling you, that's not the life for you. You don't want to go down there because you're not going to enjoy the, 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 the presence and the pleasantness of God in your life. I'm telling you, praise God. Now, but there's no life for you. Uh, you learn Christ. My assumption is that you have paid careful attention to him, been well instructed in the truth precisely as we have it in Jesus. Since then, we do not have the excuse of, of ignorance. Everything, I do mean everything connected with the old way of life has to go. It's rotten through and through, get rid of it, and then take on, look at this, and take on, now what, take on, put on, this is something you have to, this is something you have to do, this is something you have to dress yourself with, mentally, amen, um, then it goes on and says, uh, I love this, and take on an entirely new way of life, transformation, reformation, to a new life, uh, uh, the way you operate, the way you think, the way you be, the way you the way you work on your job, the way you handle things, the way you handle people. It's a whole new lifestyle, a whole new way, amen, that he wants us to exhibit because we're in Christ and we are in God. Now, again, and then take on an, an entirely new way of life, a God, get this class, a God fashion life. Will you let God fashion your life? He wants to fashion your life. He wants to dress you in the most raw things that you ever imagined. He wants to dress you in love. He wants to dress you in peace. He wants to dress you in righteousness. He wants to dress you in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. He wants to fashion your life so that you can enjoy the life that his son died for you to have and the life that he gave Adam in the beginning of time. Hallelujah. Now, a God-fashioned life, a life renewed from the inside. And where is it at? A life renewed from the inside and working itself, notice, working itself into your conduct, the way you operate, your motor operation, as God accurately reproduces his character in you. Mm. God, in this new life, in this miracle of, of new life, God reproduces his character in you. Woo, wow. Did you get that? So God says, I'm going to take everything I am and I'm going to put it into your character so you can exhibit who I am on the earth. Wow, that's big. That means you can, hallelujah, you can operate and, and imitate 
God. And that's what he just said. He's going to put his character. And it's going to start inside and it's going to work outside. How the, the love of God going to be strong. For the Bible said in Romans 5, for the love of God has been shut abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. That love of God is on the inside of us. It is going to come through our character. Hallelujah. He said, my peace I give unto you. He said, that peace going to come through your character. The joy, I, that joy going to come through everything God is. God's character is going to flow through you as you transition and transform your mind and reform yourself to this word. Hallelujah. This is a blessed book. Hallelujah. It calls you to live a blessed life in Jesus Christ. Get to know it. Identify yourself with it. Amen. It, it, I mean, it's designed to put you on top every day of your life. Praise God. Did you get that? Come on. Did you get that? Let me give you that again as, as we close. And then take on an entirely new way of life. You got to take this on, ladies and gentlemen. The, the, the God ain't going to just put it on you. No, you got to put it on. See, if you put it on right, you won't be a put on in life. A lot of Christians, are, they put on. They're not, they're not, they're put on. They're not real. They just go through the motion. No, we talking about putting it on and having the real life of Jesus Christ in you. And you're happy and you're excited about living for him. And then, and, and then he gets happy and excited about blessing you for living for him. You see it? Oh, my God. It gets, and it says, and take on an entire new way of life, a God fashion life. Let God fashion your life. You don't know how to fashion your life. You don't know how to put your life together. You don't know how to put your own top. He does, he will, and he's willing. All he needed for you to do is work with him. Yield to him. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you in due time. You don't have to exalt yourself. He will do it if you follow through. Amen. Hallelujah. A life renewed from inside, working itself into your conduct. Better conduct, new ideas, new concepts. Amen. Fresh awareness. Praise God. He said, as God accurately means he's not going to mess up. Accurately means it's on point. means it's to, directly to the point. And, I mean, it's precise. Reproduces his character in you and in me. Hallelujah. I love it. I love it when I see him float to me when I go, oh, I knew that was God. That wasn't me. <laughs> you get a chance to see those wonderful things. As you emanate Christ, and you represent God in a magnificent way. I pray you got something out of this. I'm telling you, this right here puts you over in life. And you know what? It keeps you happy. It keeps you feeling good. Because you know you've been doing everything you know to do right before God. So let the miraculous new life of Christ explode in your life every day. And then watch the miraculous power of God do incredible things for you. It'll blow your mind when it start happening. God will start elevating you. You'll start doing this. You'll start handling this. And you'll let you see, man, I'm glad. Why did I do this 10 years ago or five years ago? Because most of the time we, ain't, we weren't ready to receive it. But I believe we're ready to receive what he said, the revelation of the new life of Christ, that Zoe life is on inside you. God wants to fashion his character. Let him do it. All right. If you couldn't do it, if you couldn't do it, you wouldn't need him. We need him. All right. Praise God. Well, I have I hope you enjoyed this blessed training in the word of God. I'll go back and look over the notes and talk to God about this new life. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you walk it out every day. Because he'll help you, you know. The Bible says he's our helper. Praise God. Well. It's been a tremendous week. God is doing great things. He's awesome. And uh, every day I expect him to do something different, something new, something fascinating. Amen. Uh, I know some of you, I don't know, you, you might have heard, but 
uh, I have been uh, nominated uh, for uh, business, like business of the year. Let me look at it. Uh, and I don't even know how it happened. I just know it happened. I say when God starts doing things, he do it. God doesn't do things halfway. And uh, we're blessed to, and what he's doing, I'm trying to find it. So give me a little moment here. Uh, I think uh, maybe Mr. Janet can put it out there. You can see it. Uh, but I'm trying to, it's uh, the Black Chamber Conference uh, is launching a Black Excellent Awards Gala. And uh, come to find out that we uh, have been nominated for, uh, I think it's, for uh, uh, business of the year, I believe it is. Uh, they can correct me on it if, if they need to, uh, my daughter them. But uh, it's amazing what God is doing. And we are just grateful and thankful uh, for the recognition that is given to us. Uh, you know, two years ago, yeah, thank you, Janet. Andrew Gibson Business of the Year Award. Uh, I've been nominated for this uh, award and uh, so it's amazing so we have to attend the gala that they have in on the 20th uh, 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 this month uh, God's doing good things man and it's amazing what he's doing uh, I'm just trying to tell you the, the goodness of God um, but I live for Jesus, man. I love Jesus. I live for God, man. I, I'm, I'm real. Amen. I'm a real man of God. I don't play no games. I don't preach one way and then live another way. I don't do that. I, I live for Jesus. I love Jesus. And one of the worst things I want to do is hurt one of his children. I don't ever want to hurt one of his children because they're precious to him, because they're precious to him, they're precious to me. And so we are, uh, we're grateful for that. And so just be praying about that, you know, that, you know, what God wants to happen when that will happen. Uh, but already we get uh, much recognition. It's amazing, you know, God, you know, he told Abraham, I will make your name distinguished. I'll bless you. And he's really doing that. But again, and it's because of my sowing. It's because my sowing my 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 life to him. No, no, I'm sowing my life to him. Yeah, I live for him. I've been uh, a Christian since I was 10 years old. I'll be 58, 58, I believe, this year. And so I've been this a long time. I find out <clears throat> I've been preaching for over 40 years. So I've been, this is real to me. This is not anything fake. Uh, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe in the Father. I believe in the Holy Ghost. And uh, we love you and we want the best for you. I'm pulling for you every day. I'm praying for you. Uh, but you have to help yourself. Amen. You have to help yourself. You have to get in that word and uh, renew your mind. And hang, you know, and stand strong in the Lord and the power is might. And don't let nobody pull you away from God, man. You got to spend time with God. You know, when I say spend time, you know, you can walk and spend time with God. You ain't got to be in a closet or anything. No, just spend time with God. I, you walk and you sit at your desk, spend time with five minutes. Father, I'm just thinking about you. I love you. I appreciate you. I spend time with God. You know, sometimes we think that we ain't in a closet behind a door. No, spending time with God, just spending time. You, you just, just sit in your office and uh, put your mind on God. God, I just want to spend this moment with you, thinking about you, praising you all the good things you did for me, not spending time with God. I'm just trying to show you some simple things that you can do. Uh, but it's been good ministering to you on tonight. I'm so excited about this word because I know if you put yourself in this word, you won't have no condemnation. You won't have no guilt and you won't have no shame. You'll be strong. You'll be, you'll be victorious. You'll be uh a conqueror, amen, because he will see to it that you on top all the time. 
Amen. He's a God that always, he said, never at the bottom, always at the top. Amen. That's what he said over Deuteronomy. So we have to believe that. He's an on top God all the time. He wants you on top. Amen. He don't want you <clears throat> living below your privilege. He wants you to be living above and beyond the privileges he's given to us. All right. Well, tonight you have an opportunity to worship God with your tithes and your free will offerings of love to him. Because when you give, you give to him. You, you show respect and honor by giving to him out of love and respect. You know, God don't force us to give. Uh, the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. It doesn't say God loves a forceful giver. He loves it when you cheerfully give to him out of respect and honor and appreciation. And then he in turn do the same thing for you. Learn to do that for him, all right? He'll bless you abundantly. I'm telling you what I know. Amen. Now, uh, Minister Jenna's going to put it out there. Heidi can put that seed in the ground tonight. If God leading you also to sow into the anointing on my life, that's a privilege, that's the honor and a grace that you have. Amen. She'll put it also there, how you can how you can sow if the Lord's leading you to put a, put a, a seed into what you've learned here tonight. According to the word of God, you, that's what you're supposed to do. And we don't force you, but we have to train you and encourage you to do it. You see, those that have been taught in the word should communicate uh, and share all good things with this teacher. That's biblical. And that's not trying to twist nobody or anything like that. You know, I work very hard. If you, you know, I don't take from nobody. I work hard. You ask my daughter, I work hard. Amen. I, I'm, I'm always striving to be better at what I do for my family. I love my family. Amen. I love my family. I love my family and I love my church family. Amen. So I love my family. And I want the best of my family, all right? We love you. We appreciate you. We're praying for you. Amen. We got some things we're going to, uh, uh, Monday was our 30th uh, year anniversary, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, if I am, you can correct me. Uh, somebody, Mr. Kathy, if you know, if I got the wrong number. Uh, I think it's 30 years. August 8th, we made 30 years of ministry. And we're going strong, you know, just because we small don't mean we're not strong. Oh, no, we strong. We're very strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Uh, there are good things happening. We are pursuing our church van. Um, thank you. Thank you, Ms. Kevin. I am correct. Thank you. We're pursuing our church van. We're looking for a nice church van. Um, we ask you to sow a special seed towards our church van. We didn't throw no number out there. Um, but if we can raise, if we can raise ten thousand, you know, and then the church can add to that what we've done, and uh, we can get a nice van. Uh, we've been looking hard and just asking God to lead me. I'm mean, gonna talk with some people now, uh, trying to get them to work with me uh, uh, with a van. It's a 2019 van. It has 34,000 miles on it, and uh, so we trusting God to be able to. Do it. If not, we'll move on. We'll find something that he wants to have. But we are looking. So, again, in this month of our 30-year anniversary, the Lord has encouraged, encouraged us to buy a van for the church. The van we have now, uh, uh, it has 144,000 miles on it. Uh, it doesn't have AC. And my, my, my mom and my sister drives that when they come to church. And it's not good for my mom. My mom's 80 years old. She don't need to be in a hot van. And... Uh, you know, people want to be in something nice when they come to church. So it's a nice, so when they ask people to come to church, they'll be more willing to come because we got a good van and they know it might not break down on the road. So, uh, and the Lord told me, say, be, they'll be bringing more people from Titusville to the church once we get our building. So God's preparing us for the influx uh, when we get our uh, turnkey debt-free building that's going to manifest, I believe, any day now. I uh, just have my faith there, right? Again, we love you. Get that seed in the ground and love God. Uh, enjoy the new life in Christ. We're going to pick up on here on Sunday morning. We're going to get a little bit more uh, dealing with the miraculous, the miraculous of the new life in Christ. And so much more here that we want to inside you so you can enjoy 
the pleasantness of God. I know we also working, uh, I think they put it out, we also working on a church, uh, a church uh, anniversary uh, celebration day. They're trying to get a day where we can all go out and celebrate. Uh, it's, you know, uh, uh, the church is going to uh, uh, take care of that. We just want you to come and enjoy yourself. So we're trying to make it where everybody can come and enjoy themselves because the blessings of the Lord has made it rich and added no sorrow for us. So you keep sowing. Keep giving because it helps us to do the things we want to do for you and for our community. All right? Uh, the Bible says you'll be blessed. Uh, uh, Mr. Kathy has put it out there. Bowling night, August 28th at 6 p.m. So please sign up. Let us know how many people can I want to go so we can prepare ourselves accordingly, get the monies together uh, that we need. Amen. Praise God. So please, uh, this is a night of joy. It's a night of celebration. They're going to have some fun, some food. And so come out and enjoy yourself. Amen. Let's fellowship as a family. Amen. Praise God and celebrate 30 years of wonderful ministry throughout all the many challenges that we've gone through. We're still yet standing, and it's about to get better and better and better. All right, listen, we love you. We appreciate you. We thank God for you. As I go, I speak God's grace, God's peace, God's increase, God's mercy, God's protection, and God's provision over your life. And I pray that in the next four days, you will experience the goodness of God in a magnificent way. All right? We're going to see you on Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, ready to give God the glory for all the good things he has done in our life over these 30 years. All right? God bless you. Shalom.